Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Pre-Med Perspectives. Today, we have a little bit of a different podcast. We're not talking about necessarily pre-med, but we're talking about a different type of medicine. So um, we have a guest here today, uh, Yona, who is doing uh, podiatric medicine rather than the traditional route that most of us think of. And I'm really excited to learn a lot about podiatric or pod podiatry in general, because I don't know much about it. So, Yona, why don't you just start off by introducing yourself, giving us, you know, like, where do you go, uh, some background information so our audience can get to know you. Yeah. So thank you again so much, guys, for having me on this channel. I really appreciate it. So I am Yona, as you guys know. I am a third-year podiatric medical student at CSPM, which is California School of Podiatric Medicine, and that is up in Oakland area. Uh, North Bay around San Francisco area as well. And I am a graduate at UCR, University of California, Riverside. Oh, and, that's awesome. The UC yeah. system is a really good school system. Oh, yeah, I've for heard. sure. It's so vast. It's so and cool that you really can, good education. Yeah, really good education. <laughs> yeah, I, I really loved my experience there. And I definitely would recommend anyone who's looking into the UC systems to go because it's great education system. and I love the environments. Awesome. I wish our uh, we had in-state schools like that, like such a wide range. I know there's UC Berkeley, UCLA, I know. Riverside, and it's, cool that it's one application for all of them. Yeah, that is, it's very convenient like that. And yeah, the, the whole UC system and how it's tailored for students out here, it's, it's very, very convenient. I really, really like that application process while I was going through that as a high school student. Yeah. I, I would love that too, but let's get started. So Yona. Sure. Why don't you tell us what is podiatry? I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions out there. People probably think it's a residency you do after you complete MD or DO school. I mean, even some of us college oh, probably yeah. thought that I too. Right. So why don't you get into that? Yeah, so there is a very, uh, there's a big gap in understanding what podiatry is. Uh, a lot of people think uh, podiatry is a specialty for foot fetishes. And it's oh, not, <laughs> everybody has this, this stereotype that we have foot fetishes. I, I don't, I'm sorry to break your hearts out there. Um, but uh, podiatry is its own uh, healthcare field where it's four years of medical school, three years of surgical residency and one to two years optional fellowship. And it's a doctor slash physician who specializes in the foot and ankle region and is able to do surgery in that area. Well, that's so it's different from MDDO. More than I thought. Yeah, definitely more. Dang, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, a lot of people think, oh, do you have to go to college for that degree? Oh, is it something that's different from medical school? It's really not, actually. Again, it's four years of medical school. It's uh, You take most of the same classes as MDDOs. And in addition, you take additional classes such as lower extremity anatomy, podiatry surgery classes, podiatry medicine classes because our medical school is, you know, you already know what you're getting yourself into by joining podiatry. It's, again, a subspecialty in itself. So you don't necessarily, you can't branch out to other, anything else. You're stuck within this podiatry realm. However, you could do a lot of things with podiatry in itself, like sports medicine or wound care and dermatology. So there's a lot of aspects that come out of the podiatry aspect of it and it leads to so many other sub subspecialties out of that so it's really it's a really awesome field yeah I have a, just a quick follow-up question so sure. why would one want to choose podiatry the, the podiatry degree to do ankle or foot surgery rather than 
of specialization or a fellowship of like, for example, orthopedic medicine, like what's the advantage to doing that? That's a great question. Um, so I am a sort of non-traditional student. I applied to MDDO and DPM. And the reason why I applied to all three is because I, I have had five foot surgeries in my life and all of those surgeries were done. God bless yeah, it's, a lot, it's a lot of surgeries, right? I know. And personal background attached to it. Right. And everyone has their own personal experience and everyone has a story of why they want to go into medicine. And for me in particular, I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon because that's all I knew. That's the only type of doctors who've treated me and did surgery on me. And I was like, okay, this is definitely the path for me. I want to do, I want to go into MDDO field and I want to be an orthopedic surgeon. Um, however, my friend recommended to me to shadow a podiatrist and I was like, what the heck is a podiatrist? Like, who, who are these people? And so I shadowed a podiatrist and just looking at how they were treating patients, the conservative methods that they were doing where they were prescribing orthotics and uh, just taking care of the patient the same day without having to jump to surgery. It was something that interested me a lot. And I did a lot of research into that. And I was like, wow, this is, this is definitely the field that I really want to go into because I really wanted to do something with the foot and ankle region based off my story. And also I didn't want to do um, MDDO with the, um, with the fear that I wouldn't get an orthopedic residency spot because as you go through your MDDO route, you don't necessarily, you don't necessarily choose to be an orthopedic surgeon or go into the orthopedic residency. And that's, that was one of the fears that I had if I, I did get that. that. I'm actually, I'm, I'm really interested in orthopedic surgery and I know it's one of the hardest um, oh, yeah. residents right. to match in. So I know if you, it's kind of interesting that you mentioned you knew you really wanted to do it's foot like related stuff. That... So you kind of secured your future yeah. knowing that this is the exact um, work that you'll be doing. Exactly. Yeah, and it's really awesome that you, since you knew that you wanted to go into foot and ankle medicine, that you were able to, you know, get that and you know for sure now that you're, that's what you're going to go into. Right, right. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing because uh, as I go through my surgical um, rotation right now, uh, we work alongside with some orthopedic surgeons as well. And we talk to them about some of the surgeries we're about to do and we consult each other. So it's, we really do have a nice relationship with ortho as well, uh, moving along with them. So it's, it's really cool to see that's, that our field has grown like that. That's awesome. So just another follow-up question, like just trying to understand still the difference between going through the uh, traditional MDDO versus um, sure. podiatry school. So um, you said that there's still four years of med school, but um, I would assume that there's it's more focused on the anatomy and physiology of the foot, or is it like just like how normally you'd focus on everything, the whole entire body? Uh, that's a good point. So um, our first two years of Podiatric medical school is didactics, just like any MDDO traditional school is. You have didactics. And in addition to those classes, we do have specialized classes tailored to just the foot and ankle. Like I said before, it's like podiatry surgery, uh, podiatric medicine, lower extremity anatomy. Um, and we also take human anatomy as well. So you would think that human anatomy covers everything, but we also have just this, like a particular class just dedicated to the foot and ankle. So it's really interesting uh, for that reason for those first two years. And then our third and fourth year, it, uh, it entails us just rotating through 
different clinics and uh, just rotating through different hospitals and then having some externships for our fourth year, seeing how residency programs are like and seeing if we could match with them potentially in the future. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely get that. Um, I, that kind of actually makes sense that there's a whole separate field of medicine dedicated to the feet. I mean, the feet are so important. Not trying to be corny, but like they really do carry it <laughs> through us through life. life and any right. I know, like the absence of a single toe can cause. Oh yeah, um, and the anatomy yeah. is so complicated. So it's it's really, very complex. Yeah, make a lot of sense to me. And so I know earlier you mentioned something. I heard you mentioned dermatology and the feet. So mm. can you get into like the various specialties you can do with podiatry yeah so so as a as a podiatrist when you are seeing a patient for the first time you have in your differential as you're going as you're seeing them you have to check their dermatology their foot their vascular their neuro their uh, muscular skeletal you're trying to you, you try you learn a lot a little bit of everything for those areas and this is why podiatry in itself is not just foot and ankle necessarily just the anatomy it's more than just the anatomy it's it's all these other things integrated in itself where you're looking at the person as a whole you're also looking at the biomechanics so it's 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 a very diverse field in itself which is beautiful and also we do go through a three-year surgical residency so a lot of people uh, so all podiatrists actually are certified surgeons and then from there you can specialize like i said before like sports medicine, a lot of these podiatrists on sports teams, there's always usually one podiatrist there who's just tailored to making sure like their athletes are good with their foot and checking their ankle sprains if there's something going on with that. There's also people who just check derm and just make sure like there's a lot of diabetes that's prevalent in this country. And so we just have podiatrists who specialize in diabetic foot care and they, they just literally all day look at like foot care looking at wounds and making sure that they don't have to have amputations in the future so there's there's a lot to it than just just looking at the foot and the ankle you, there's there's just it expands on itself as you go through your residency and fellowship yeah as you're talking about it i'm rea realizing how much there is to the foot because yeah like diabetes sometimes shows up in the foot there's so much more right. than what you would normally think. So, um, so again, like back to the difference between MDDO. What exactly? I'm not sure if you mentioned this earlier. Is this a uh, degree called for podiatry? Because so it stands. So our uh, the abbreviation for it is DPM, and that stands for Doctor of Podiatric Medicine, as opposed to MDDO, which is allopathic and osteopathic. Okay. And so it's a degree within it's it's a degree separate from MDDO. Awesome. Yeah, so that makes sense. I think um, there's a lot of ignorance with MD versus DO too. People oh, yeah. don't know the difference and I'm glad that we're now enlightening people to know the of difference between type. podiatry too because if you just are getting treated by a podiatrist, you might never register that they have right. a completely different degree. Right. Than I mean, right. I honestly didn't realize and I think it's really important to like explain to our listeners that, you know what, you can, if you want to be a doctor, there's so many different ways that you can go about it. You right. Can, uh, through the traditional MDDO, or if you know, like how you knew that you wanted to be a doctor of the foot and ankle, like why take the risk of risk of going through, um, like medical school when you can go through podiatry school and you have this guaranteed spot of being a surgeon and yeah, doing I the exact the, same thing as an orthopedic surgeon. I think the guaranteed surgery is actually very interesting. Right. That every uh, DPM is a licensed surgeon. I think that's right. so cool because yeah. 
like we were saying, you don't exactly know where you're going to end up after med school. I mean, you do have a somewhat of a choice, but match gets a little rough. And right. you might, if you want surgery, you might not end up being chance. a surgeon. And surgery is definitely really competitive. It's very, very competitive. So I like very. some sort of guarantee aspect yeah. to DPM. I really yeah. do like that. Yeah. And um, honestly, I don't blame people for the arrogance too much. I, again, um, there's just a, there's just a gap between what we know and what we don't know. And a lot of people nowadays, if you just type in YouTube podiatry versus uh, just medical school, obviously there's probably a hundred thousand searches for medical school vlogs, MDDO versus there's probably one to 10 vlogs for podiatry. So I don't blame people for that. It's just, it, it takes more on our end to just try to promote it and see what we can do. And people like you guys who are doing such a great job with this podcast, who are spreading awareness so about different <laughs> fields. Yeah. And this is why I really appreciate you guys for having me on. And it's, it's so great to see that we're actually making some progress and making this field a little bit bigger, bigger in the spectrum of healthcare professions. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for that. We're yeah. so flattered. <laughs> yeah, our, yeah, our goal is honestly not just to convince people to be an MD or a DO. We even had certain episodes on PA, dentistry, yeah, nursing, um, and nursing because to us, pre-med, it's introducing people to the healthcare world. Right. So right. We're so happy to have pre-health you. in general. That's our goal. Just raising awareness to things like this and like people might not have known about do and i think we've introduced a yeah. little more we want to do far more to right. um, have people know more about it so i definitely right. appreciate that you're like going out of your way and trying to educate people on podiatry because honestly like i'm going to be honest i didn't even know much about it until this podcast right yeah and uh, i don't blame you i seriously don't blame you guys and uh, i again like i said it's just it's one of those hidden gems in medicine and if people are more aware of it, it, it will get bigger over time because I know for one that DOs did struggle in the past when oh, yeah. there was MDs and MDs looked That's at DOs it. as I know as inferior. And it was really it was really shocking to see that. And honestly, what do MDs do differently from DOs, right? Besides some of like honestly, DOs do more than MDs. Right, exactly. Imagine there's just this sort of ego in the healthcare field that there's just a lot of doctors who have a lot of political advantages over others and just make things, make bad rumors about other fields. And it shouldn't be like that. It really does go back to politics no matter what. Yeah. It's a lot of politics. And, you know, at the end of the day, as students and as healthcare professions, we have to just stand above that and just really just look at it from a, from a broader spectrum and just be like, we're here to help people. That's it. End of story. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. So um, just like for listeners who might be interested in going into podiatry, um, I know we've talked a lot about the extracurriculars that you might be doing throughout college for MDDO, but is there anything that you would say to do differently if you want to go into podiatry school? That's a good question. And actually, a student just asked me that today, this morning. Um, and honestly, I would say the biggest component is shadowing a podiatrist and making sure you really get the full experience from shadowing a podiatrist. It's, there's, a, there's this issue that, um, I'm not gonna lie, the statistics for podiatry are a little, uh, little lower. They're on the lower end. Uh, the GPA to get into podiatry school is like around a 3.3, and the MCAT's around a 500 as, uh, as opposed to the counterparts of DO and MD. And people might look at this as a safety and a plan B, 
But remember, at the end of the day, you're still going to med school and you want, you want to know that you really want to get into this field. And so I would say shadowing a podiatrist is crucial for your application process, as well as really why you really want to get into this field. So I didn't know that you guys had to take the MCAT for podiatry. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. Yeah. So all of our prerequisites. So again, I applied to MDDO and DPM. And so I didn't even know that either until I applied. And I realized you have to take all the prerequisites as if you're applying to MDDO as well. You have to take the MCAT as well. And in addition, you have to have a letter of recommendation from a podiatrist to even apply to uh, schools. So, so shadowing is not just recommended, but pretty much necessary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is necessary. And it's, it's definitely one of the things that you need to put on your application as that you did it. I think more than that, even shadowing is like an integral experience to even understanding is this for yeah, you and for sure. someone who's interested mm. in podiatry. If I didn't know I was interested in medicine, if not, after listening to this podcast, I, mean, I might be like, oh, like, let me shadow a podiatrist yeah. now, you know? Right, right. Like, and in the field. Like, and being able to see everything makes such a big difference. Yeah, exactly. And again, I, like I said before, it's a very specialized field and there is no going back. Once you're a third year, let's say, and you are in $200,000 in debt, you do not want to back out of that. And there's, it's, there's no plan B. So really, I, I stress to all everyone who's listening to this to really make sure that this is the field you want to be a part of, or if you're interested, shadow, please. For sure, for sure. Yeah, student debt is no joke. It's no joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, no joke, especially if you're a college student right yeah. now, too. If we enter med school. I'm sure you're painfully aware right now. Oh, yeah, I'm paying so much money, but, you know, at the, at the end of the day, it's, you have to yeah, stick to it, and it's love, worth it. I feel like these seem like negligible right. little things. Right. Like, money is so small in comparison to all the things your you'll passion be doing. and yeah. what you'll be doing to help yeah exactly and i i agree like it's an investment in yourself and if your parents are investing in you try to make the best of it that's right. what i always tell myself Absolutely. yeah yeah so i'm glad we're all different we keep talking about spreading awareness and that was the whole oh, yeah. philosophy behind our account yeah and your account so actually why don't you get started um talking about your social media presence we haven't touched on that actually oh yeah uh so like i said before it so there is a big gap in podiatry and the healthcare field. And there's uh, clearly you guys didn't know about it until I started talking about it. And it's one of those things when I shadowed podiatrists, again, I did my research on the field, but it was very lacking. There is, I do a lot of my research based off SDN and uh, YouTube and SDN didn't have a lot of information on it. And if there was information, a lot of people there were very toxic to the field and I just felt like that was a poor representation of our, of this field to begin with and going on YouTube, just looking at the search results, it was very, very um, sparse. There was nothing on it. And I just felt like there needed to be a filler for this gap. And so Diksha and I, during our first year of podiatric school, uh, we decided that it was best for us to team up and create a YouTube channel and an Instagram channel to uh, a spread awareness about this incredible field, and B, um, educate people about this field. And we have our Instagram channel called the DPM Journey. And that's the same thing for our YouTube, the DPM Journey. And we just like posting things about um, just prerequisites about the field, what the field entails, uh, what you can do in the field, and just 
more information to help students, pre-podiatry students and podiatry students in their careers in podiatric medical school. No, I completely agree. And that was kind of how it was for us too. Like, of course, there's a lot of, it's a little different for us. There's a lot of information about pre-med, but I just felt like a lot of the places where there was information, it wasn't given to you like in such a straightforward way and broken right. down the way. So we definitely see where you came from. I think seeing an actual person's journey, their vulnerable yeah. journey is really important um, more than just statistics. Yeah, because honestly, you just see all these people, they seem like they're perfect people, perfect GPAs, perfect MCAT scores. They're going to like Harvard Medicine and you don't <laughs> see the people who had to retake the MCAT, who had to take the gap year, all these things. So we're, we really wanted to spread awareness and like explain that not everybody's journey is perfect and everyone has their own journey. Yeah, I agree. I think social media and a lot of these websites give a false representation of what things are actually like for students. And again, it, there needs to be clear, real representation of what it's really like as a student. And again, this podcast is doing just that. And hearing you guys talk about it, it just makes me happy about the future. Yeah, social media is such a beautiful thing. I know there's a lot of negatives people talk yeah. about, but... I, and I think people only sometimes focus on the, the um, fun aspect of social, right. or the nice quote-unquote fun, you know, Instagram influencers, right. TikTok. People who look perfect. But you can do so much academic, right. career-oriented stuff in social media. For example, LinkedIn is a whole social media yeah. platform mm -hmm. for um, careers. So I'm so glad people are like you and I guess us too yeah. are taking advantage of this platform that we have. Right. Yeah. And you guys are just college students. That's you guys are, it blows my mind, honestly, that you guys are doing this. Like, seriously, like, you guys are really ahead of the game. And you guys are honestly entering a, entering at a perfect time to do social media because, honestly, I think the future is all social media. And I think in order to grow your brand and business or anything that you want to promote, it's through social media, especially at an early period of time. Sure. It's honestly the only way. I mean, snail mail doesn't work anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that definitely doesn't work. That means a lot, actually. Yeah, yes. seriously. Thank you so much, Yona, for being here with us today. We learned so much. I oh, hope for the sure. audience learned so much today. I'm like, thoroughly blown away about oh, yeah. the similarities between podiatry and the, the, the career MCAT thing blows my mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm so shocked. Yeah. But, so, I, and I'm everyone, glad, I'm glad really to hear enjoyed this. Like, again, thank you to Yona and Diksha. We missed you, but um, <laughs> keep doing great things. So thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. But please follow Yona and Diksha at The DPM Journey on Instagram. Please check them out. They have amazing stuff, and they're really changing the game and enlightening oh, yeah. so many people about podiatry. They have a YouTube channel as well, so make sure you check that out. Yeah, yeah. Check out all their socials. And again, thank you, everybody. See you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you.